Cleveland Schmooze is sponsored by the Cleveland Jewish News. Get the latest news and information from the Cleveland Jewish News delivered right to your inbox. Choose from breaking news, daily headlines, community life cycle notices, arts, events, highlights, and more with our free e-newsletters. Sign up now at cjn.org slash e-signup. Welcome to Cleveland Schmooze, a bi-weekly podcast about the people who make up Jewish Cleveland. We're your hosts. I'm Rachel Rude. And I'm Robin Rude. This week, we brought the first Rude daughter into the mix, Shana Rude, for a fun end-of-year chat. She turns the tables and asks us a few questions about the making of this podcast and the year ahead. We recorded this conversation with Shana Rood at my parents' home in South Russell. And just a heads up that we'll be taking our brief winter hiatus and we'll be back with new episodes in early 2021. Happy New Year! Okay, I'm sitting here with my mom and co-host Robin Rood and my sister Shana Rood, who is our special guest for today's Cleveland Schmooze episode. And we decided to kind of mix things up today. We're not going to be interviewing Shayna. In fact, she's going to be interviewing us. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> she didn't really want us to interview her. <laughs> yeah, we said, we said, can we interview you for the podcast? And she was she like, said, no. How about I interview you guys? And we were like, okay. She turned the tables on us. <laughs> So what we're going to do is uh, she came up with some questions that she's going to ask us. And then we're going to, it's kind of our year ender because it's our last podcast before the new year. I'm excited to give your listeners a behind the scenes look at this podcast. <laughs> okay. So um, tell us, how do you choose your guests? Well... Sometimes I do a lot of the choosing and I read the paper or shoot an email. <clears throat> Somebody shoots me an email and I and I hear about what they do or talk about. And I think, boy, that would be a great topic. And so then I'll reach out to them. And most of the time um, I, we make a date and it's yeah. worked out. People have been really, I think, um, agreeable to coming on the podcast in most cases. I think some of the chefs and the bakers that we've had on uh and I, my personal favorites are all the history people that we've had on and uh you know and of course all the clergy they're fabulous and mm-hmm. i've really enjoyed and my friends um have all said that they've really enjoyed listening to these they're a lot of fun yeah and sometimes we just you know if if we know you and we know that you have an interesting job or an interesting you know, story, then we might just kind of call you up and ask you to be on the podcast. And then once we run out of everybody that we know, then we'll move on to (laughs) other people too. Okay, so once you interview someone, what are the steps to get it to go on air? So that's usually when I take over, um, because when we're interviewing somebody, we ask them to record the their end of the audio with their phone. And it's been different during the pandemic because we usually get to be in the same place with someone that we're interviewing. But um, for during the pandemic, we've had to do everything over Zoom or FaceTime. So it then they have to send their audio to us over email. And um, then when I get all the audio, I use this software called Adobe Audition and edit their um, interview, usually not 
a ton for content, just, just getting rid of ums and errs and, and, uh, flubs that we all make, you know, cough here, or there. And, um, and then I put in the music, um, after maybe a funny moment of the interview or, or something poignant, then I'll put in some of the Jewish music that, um, kind of is our style of, of editing. And, uh, then I'll usually like write up an intro and send it to my mom and we'll both record our, our sides of the intro. And, and then we kind of, Send it out to you all over the interwebs. Right. Rachel's really talented. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks for that behind-the-scenes look. So how did you come up with the name Cleveland Schmooze? I think it was me. I don't remember. <laughs> was it you? I think it was me because we're schmoozing. Yeah. It's right. it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we mean, schmooze. It invented itself. We're in Cleveland. <laughs> but There I have, was no other title. <laughs> I, have to, I have been told by many friends that they love our and our exit when we couldn't spell the word schmooze. Oh. <laughs> that is everybody still feels that that is their favorite. That's the laugh at the end of the show. See, I always wonder if it's like really annoying. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, you weren't growing up in our generation, so schmoozing is what we grew up with. Right. So, so we'll, for us, it's a, my generation. It's hilarious. so we'll keep it. But in case anyone does actually want to contact us, it's <laughs> Cleveland S. C H M O O Z E. And you can get the web. You can get that one complaint I had from some friends is that they couldn't get the, uh, the recordings from the website, but evidently you can now. So, so we're good on that. So we're good. Uh, tell me a little bit about some of your favorite podcasts and do you draw any inspiration from, um, the things that you listen to? You mean other than us? (laughs) <laughs> do you listen to other podcasts? <laughs> I do. I am a devotee to uh, Chris Hayes's Why Is This Happening? Because mm. he will take an interview and go knee deep into the topic. So I do him. And I also do, I'm very news. I like the news podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like uh, storytelling podcasts. I like This American Life. I like... Um, Radio Lab. Um, I listen to uh, some of the daily news podcasts, like Up First from NPR and The Daily. I'm a huge podcast person, so I've always wanted to make a podcast, and this has given us a good vehicle to do that. Like the thing I've taken from other interviewers is just really trying to follow the thread of the story that your guest is telling, and really try to pull out that emotion and then you'll have a really good story. Well, and I've also been pleasantly surprised with following that idea. Some of the things that some of our interviewers have shared with us about where they came from, their Mm -hmm. family history, um, hobbies perhaps, um, have been either amusing or um, very insightful. So uh, these are all sort of like surprises, little nuggets of gold that I think that you get when you do a local uh, show like this, an interview show. Um, For new listeners that might be tuning in, can you think of a favorite Cleveland Schmooze episode? Oh, we've had so many good ones. Well, like I said, anything that involves food and cooking or any of the historical ones, um, they've all been good. Yeah, I also think that the conversation we had with Cheryl Hirsch last year. Oh, right, right. Talking about her, her personal losing, family. Her issue. losing her daughter to the opioid epidemic. Right. That was actually. That, 
That was really powerful. And if it's a two-part episode, we couldn't bear to cut it down because it was so powerful. So if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that, it really shows how, you know. Or listen to it again. One family really dealt with this tragedy and um, how she's kind of taken that experience and turned it into an uh, opportunity to help others. Educating the community, sure. Yeah. When you subscribe to the Cleveland Jewish News, you receive 52 issues of the award-winning CJN and 15 total magazines, including J-Style, Canvas, and Balanced Family. Try the Cleveland Jewish News for free. Start your six-week free trial at cjn.org slash six free. You know, this year has been pretty hard for a lot of people, and so they are probably tuning into podcasts more. Um, As you think about the pandemic this year, what kinds of things do you miss most that you couldn't do this year because of the pandemic? Oh, there's everything. Um, I think that getting to see friends on a more regular basis, especially as we head into the winter months, has been hard. Um, having to do everything online is not really a adequate replacement for that. So I would say like going out to restaurants and hanging out with friends um, is probably the thing I miss most. And our family is known for hosting like very large Arab Rosh Hashanah, Passover, Hanukkah parties uh, where we invite all kinds of friends, friends, family, you name it. We could have 20 or 30 people here. And I've heard from several of them uh, via um, either over the phone or text or whatever, that how much they miss coming to our house for Mm -hmm. having a big family function and uh, meeting new people and celebrating. And I miss going to Florida, (laughs) being on a cruise. I miss flying in a plane. I've had two trips out to California that we've had to cancel because we couldn't do that. We've had to cancel a couple cruises we haven't been able to do that. Um, yeah, I was supposed to go to Costa Rica in May, and that trip got canceled. Right. And last year, well, uh, Dan and I were supposed to go to Cedar Point sometime this summer because I got us these really cool passes where you could, like, go on all the rides in the fast lane and stuff. And so getting to just do things in big crowds even nearby you can't do those anymore mm-hmm. so it's just it's been hard because all the things you're looking forward to you just can't do for a while and i miss just seeing friends i mean person to person seeing friends yeah it's been difficult uh what kinds of things have you learned to appreciate this year well you said it last night you were you were grateful that we're all in our family hub we're poo 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 so far so good healthy and we get a chance to see each other because we all are in town. And uh, Elijah, you know, my grandchild. There's nothing like giving a two a 21-month-old a hug yeah. to make you feel better. It's the best medicine. Yeah, and, you know, you appreciate your, like, your partner. You appreciate your family more. You appreciate how much just getting outside can really rejuvenate you, right. being out in nature. Right. We've been friendlier with the neighbors as we're all walking up and down the street when the weather is freezing. <laughs> That's been fun. And I'm sure you also appreciate your listeners. Who... 
who are the reason why oh, you're making this podcast. Was that the right answer? <laughs> yes, we, I mean, every week when I get to see the email that sends us. And we us, appreciate the uh, Cleveland Jewish News for, for continuing to uh, put us on their website. Yes, we appreciate the Cleveland Jewish News. I was saying every week I get the podcast emails that tell me how many listeners we have. And I'm amazed that even in weeks that we're off, that we still have people tuning in every week. So I was thank amazed, you for that. I'm amazed that we have people in Israel. That was interesting. <laughs> Speaking about travel, if you could go anywhere right now, where would you go? Assuming we have, you know, everyone safe and healthy and vaccinated. And it depends no what COVID. TV show your father and I are watching. Right. <laughs> so if it's set in England, I want to go there. And if it's set in uh, Italy, I want to go there. If it's yeah. set in California, I want to go there. <laughs> Dan and I have been watching a video game, or he's been playing a video game and I've been watching it. And it's set in Japan. And I really, really want to go to Japan now. It looks <laughs> so beautiful in this video game. <laughs> Where would you want to go? Shana? Well, we were planning a family trip to Spain before the pandemic, mm. so that's uh, kind of got my eye. Oh, there's a Mallorca. First of all, we did Mallorca when we did our cruise several years ago, but um, evidently there's a Jewish community in Mallorca that got reestablished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listeners should know that wherever we are in the world, my mom always... <laughs> Manages to find where the Jewish neighborhood is and makes us go to one of the temples. <laughs> Which is great. I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, we just had uh, Hanukkah and uh, would like to know what your favorite Hanukkah gift is. And I know it's the one I gave you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. You bought me a brand new bathing suit. And I also am <laughs> appreciative of the JCC <laughs> because the pool is open and I've been trying to go swimming twice a week. And it really helps my sanity to try and at least do one thing that I was able to do before the pandemic yeah. and continue to do. Um, so I appreciate the JCC. Well, my favorite present is probably the one that um, Sarah, our little sister, gave me, which is this cool log rack that you could put in your house or outside and it holds logs so when we get our chimney working uh, fireplace working then we can start a fire and have logs for it so that was a cool present can i mention that you tried to do a fire pit and set your lawn on fire yeah (laughs) you knew homeowners that was during the summer though when it was really dry outside (laughs) How have you been able to connect with your Jewish life during the pandemic? Oh, well, we do a tea, you and I, Shana, and we yeah. just participated in a uh, trivia night that had some really you tough won. Hanukkah questions. We got third place, oh, well. which is still good because we're going to get Better than a... us. We were seventh. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get a but gift a card. strong seventh. Well, it was just the two of us. They had like 100 people on there. <laughs> So yeah, doing um, a teed events, which is the young adult and uh, sisterhood group. Oh, group and we did um, <laughs> we did the Torah blessings. We did the we did that. Also, just lighting the candles every night during Hanukkah was nice. Yeah, um, it felt normal. Right, right, and the Shabbos candles too. But remember when the pandemic first started and like 
Passover was one of the first holidays we couldn't yeah. celebrate together. <clears throat> well, we did a Zoom Passover, and uh, Aunt Wendy from Chicago popped in, and she she appreciated that. Yeah. Uh, tell me about uh, any New Year's resolutions you have now that the year is wrapping up. Well, I think that my New Year's resolution is to really get back into some of the hobbies that I used to do before the pandemic that I kind of stopped doing because I think we've all been experiencing like, you know, a new amount of anxiety and stress. And sometimes it's made us like get out of our habits. So I would like to go back to running more regularly and knitting more regularly and um, really trying to cook uh, healthy meals and that sort of thing. I was sewing and I was making Elijah a baby blanket and now he's going to be two. (laughs) (laughs) So he doesn't fit into it anymore. What was your favorite pandemic baking extravaganza? Well, I really liked the spinach and mushroom quiche that I made a yes. couple weeks ago. You two got into quiche making. Yeah. <laughs> Quiches are good. And the quiche twins. I want to make um <laughs> I want to make a casserole cuz I haven't ever I don't think I've ever made I have those. cookbooks in my closet <laughs> that are from the 70s. Yeah. That will have all of those recipes in. I would love to make like a cheesecake or something really ambitious. But I have those I recipes too. We'll have to sit down and look through all the recipes. I didn't get into the bread making that everybody else did. Yeah, I'm not a bread maker. Although I have a bread machine. <laughs> so tell me what's on tap for Cleveland Schmooze in 2021. Well, we are going to take a couple months off because that's what we usually do during the winter. Well, we're going uh, to not start too late. I'll leave <laughs> the impression that she's like trying to wind this baby down <laughs> no we'll start in february yeah we start that's what i mean it's december okay we'll come back in february right um, i have a lot of actually some good ideas of people yeah and i'd like to reach out to and no we don't plan on ending this for sure if reader or if listeners want to contact you um with uh topic ideas or questions they have about an episode how do they reach you they should reach us at our Gmail account, which is clevelandschmooze at gmail.com. That's S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E at gmail.com. You can find that uh, email link on our website as well, which is clevelandschmooze.com. And where can they find your podcast? You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, anywhere you would normally get a podcast. And we'll be there. Or you can go to our website. So while we have Shana here with us, I get to ask her one or two questions. Okay. So you are a fourth year medical student. So tell us, what's it like getting ready to graduate? I am so excited to graduate medical school. Um, I feel like I've learned so much these past four years in terms of uh, how to, uh, you know, learn clinical medicine, but also talk to people and connect with them and build trust with them in order to provide, um, you know, the best care for them. Um, and I'm really looking forward to taking the next step and learning family medicine. Um, and what's it like uh, applying for residency programs? That's got to be scary. Um, it's a little bit scary. It's a lot exciting. Um, I've been going 
through um, several interviews over the past few months um, and have uh, learned about a lot of really great programs all across Ohio and, uh, you know, just trying to find the best fit and match day is March 19th, I believe. So that's when I'll figure out where I'm going to spend the next three years. Do you have any medical advice for Zoom people? How to, because <laughs> hopefully the pandemic will be um, done by the time you start residency. So do you have any last minute advice on how people should take care of themselves as we go through? Well, I think I would encourage people not to wait if they are concerned about um, a health issue that they have. We have lots of safe ways to contact your doctor or nurse. Um, usually you can get in touch with your doctor's office by phone or by using, you know, Zoom or Google Duo or FaceTime. And so that there are lots of ways that you can get help and don't feel like you have to delay getting medical care um, because we're seeing that a lot of people may be waiting to get care when they uh, when they should really reach out. And so I would just encourage everyone to, you know, keep wearing your mask, stay physically distant from, you know, people that you don't see regularly and if you feel like you have a health concern, don't be afraid to reach out. Are you, do you know if you're going to be getting the vaccine anytime soon? Um, I, it's unclear. I think it'll probably be later in the spring or summer. Our school doesn't have plans communicated to us about getting the vaccine as medical students, but um, you know, I'm really confident in the vaccine and I um, am excited to sign up as soon as I can to get it. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, any New Year's resolutions for you, Shana? I just would like to continue to, you know, see friends and take time to relax with my family and um exercise and you know um do things to get ready for residency nice well thank you for joining us on cleveland schmooze and for asking us so many good questions <laughs> thank Yay! you for letting me interview you <laughs> <laughs> the student has become the master <laughs> all right bye 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 happy new year happy new year Thanks for listening to Cleveland Schmooze, a podcast produced by Rachel and Robin Rood. Tune in every other Friday to get the latest episode in your podcast feed. You can also find an archive of our episodes at our website, clevelandschmooze.com. And feel free to share any comments or suggestions to our email, clevelandschmooze at gmail.com. That's schmooze spelled C-A-S-C-H. <laughs> That's schmooze spelled schmooze. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.